0: The views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week we discuss mortgage rates, Modelo being number one, and gold versus gold miners. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. 30-year mortgage rates have spiked in the last month pushing the average 30-year mortgage to levels not seen in a generation. Why are mortgage rates trending higher and where to next for the housing market? Mortgage rates have maintained their upward trajectory because the 10-year Treasury yield, a key benchmark, continues to climb. Several other factors, including inflation remaining high, low unemployment, and uncertainty around the Federal Reserve's next policy move are all contributing to the current elevated mortgage rates. The Federal Home Loan Mortgage Corporation, more commonly known as Freddie Mac, reported this week that the average 30-year mortgage is about 7.5%. That's a full percentage point higher since the end of May. Unsurprisingly, this is pulling back home buyer demand. According to data from the Mortgage Bankers Association, mortgage applications decreased 6% from one week ago and are 22% lower than one year ago. The spread between the yield on the 10-year treasury and the rate on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage has historically been around three percentage points. And with some predicting that the 10-year treasury will approach 5%, it does not seem impossible that 8% mortgage rates are coming. If that plays out, real estate experts predict that the housing market will become a market of necessity, where the only buyers and sellers in the market are those who have to move due to changes in family, job, or financial circumstances. Constellation Brands reported earnings and raised fiscal year earnings expectations after reporting second quarter profit and revenue that beat estimates. What booze are consumers buying and how is Constellation profiting? Constellation Brands Incorporated is an American producer and marketer of beer, wine, and spirits, and measured by sales, Constellation is the largest beer importer in the United States. Constellation's beer sales rose 12% from the prior year, driven by the strength of brands like Corona, Pacifico, and Modelo. Modelo Especial continues to outperform the market as the top gainer of market share, which has further solidified its position as the top-selling beer in the United States, taking that title from Bud Light. Clearly, former drinkers of Bud Light have turned to Modelo Especial, to Constellation's benefit. Despite Thursday's earnings beat, Constellation stock was down about 3.5% after reporting, due to a decline in the company's wine and spirit sales. Sales of those pricier products fell 14% in the second quarter to just over $444 million. Constellation stock is down about 4% for the week, but up 6% year to date. Earlier this week, I was asked by Jaren if I would rather own physical gold bullion or gold miner stocks. Thank you for your question, Jaren. Happy to answer that one. First, if you compare the price of physical gold versus a basket of gold miners over the last 20 years or so, physical gold far outperforms gold miners. It's not even close. Gold bullion wins hands down. There are many reasons why this could be the case. Here are a few of the risks to owning gold mining companies. Miners face exploration risk because it costs a lot of money to research, drill, and explore for gold. The money spent to do so is considerable. Miners also have management risk, and with any company, you face risk from poor management decisions. Miners have environmental risk because regulations change over time. Miners are at the mercy of the bullion price movements, which they have little to no influence on. If the price falls, a gold miner can have significant pressure on its profits. Miners are also prone to geopolitical risk from bad political decisions because they often operate in areas where the rule of law is weak. Mining rights can be prime targets for governments eager to nationalize. Honestly, I would much prefer a portfolio of diversified stocks over physical gold or certainly gold miners. Warren Buffett once said about gold that, quote, it doesn't do anything but sit there and look at you, end quote. One of Buffett's basic principles of investing is that you should only invest in things that are useful and serve some purpose or meet a practical need that people have. Many companies that are a fabric of our everyday life will continue to be so in the future and are worthy of investment today. And apart from gold, Many other metals meet Warren Buffett's investment criteria because they have industrial and healthcare uses, from electronics and cell phones to medical devices and water purification. I'll finish with a final thought from Warren Buffett. Quote, Gold is a way of going long on fear. And it's been a pretty good way of going long on fear from time to time. But you really have to hope people become more afraid in a year or two years than they are now. And if they become more afraid, you make money. If they become less afraid, you lose money. But the gold itself doesn't produce anything. End quote. Next week, the big banks announce their earnings. What will Chase, Wells Fargo, and PNC tell us about the health of the banking system and the economy overall? Join us next Friday for that and much, much more. Thank you for listening. And please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you next week.